Hello and welcome to FM On Demand with Tara Fitzpatrick. I'm your host, Tara Fitzpatrick. This is Food Management Magazine's podcast, and we want to say Happy New Year to you. We're well into it by the time you'll be listening to this couple weeks in. So hopefully it's going well so far. And let us know if you have any interesting resolutions. Curious about that. And if one of your resolutions is to be sustainable and also to let people know that you're being sustainable because that's kind of part of it. This is the podcast for you. I am talking to John Zach Rich from BGSU. He is BGSU Dining's Director of Marketing and Communications. And I should say that it's Bowling Green State University that is in my home state of Ohio, and it's not too far from where I live. So also in the podcast, as we talk about marketing, growth, partnerships with the Office of St- Sustainability, I also invite myself for a visit. So hopefully sometime this year we will get to do a video at Bowling Green or something like that. So in the meantime, please enjoy. John is a great person to listen to. He's got some good ideas. He's um, kind of a veteran marketer and like hometown guy. Like he's definitely from the area. I think he went to school there. So yeah, please enjoy. Welcome, John. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the invite. Yeah. And we were talking earlier, Bowling Green is nearby where I live. So this is um, land in Ohio that we can easily traverse. So maybe in the new year, I can come visit and, and see some of the stuff. Uh, we would love that. We got, we got a lot of fun stuff going on. Uh, we had a busy summer and then we're really definitely reaping the benefits of all the hard work. So super excited about it. Awesome. And today we are going to talk about something very cool, something very timely. Um, we all are kind of aware of food waste and feel bad about it. And when you feel bad about something, it kind of helps to do something about it. And Chartwells and Bowling Green have kind of, this is their mission. Like they, mm-hmm. it's something that they think is important. So why would you say, why is it so important to get that buy-in like from both like sides of dining? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a really awesome partnership on our campus between Charles Higher Education and BGSU. Um, the university as a whole has a goal to be carbon neutral by 2040, I believe it is. So they actually have a pretty strong um, office of sustainability. Um, it's head up by, his name's uh, Dr. Hennessy. He's a great guy. Um, we work with them a lot, but one of their big things is finding um, systematic solutions for some of our things. So it was, I believe it was 2016, we actually started our um, post-consumer pro- uh, composting uh, program. Um, up to this day, I think we've saved over like 200, 250 tons worth of compost of getting thrown in the trash. Um, That's it's awesome. just kind of grown each year. Uh, we tweak it a little bit. Um, so it's just one of those things that because of our partnership and we've got a really awesome um, composting farm um, in our area called Wurzel Farms, um, we've worked with them a ton and they're just a great partner to have as well. Um, and I know from the Chartwell's higher education side, um, we've always been um, pushing that commitment for um, not only is it a good idea um, for the environment, but it's a great thing from a business standpoint too, of uh, being able to reduce our waste, um, whatever waste we do create, be able to yeah. turn that into compost and make it be useful. Um, I know uh, we started from the Charwell side, I remember um, Stop Food Waste Day in 2017, I believe it was. Um, and just a really great um, thing that we can integrate not only, um, I feel very lucky when it comes to working with both these groups because BGSU definitely has that commitment, but also Charwell's Higher Education has that commitment. Um, so it yeah. makes my job super easy to tell that story. 
uh, yeah. which is never, never a bad thing for a marketer. No. Yeah. From a marketing standpoint, and I'm trying to have like kind of a broader spectrum of people on my podcast. So I, mm-hmm. I love having a marketer on here. Cause I know that a lot of um, dining services market marketing people listen also. So this is very great. And to, to kind of get your perspective on it. And you had mentioned the farm that you do. That's like another component mm-hmm. that I kind of wasn't thinking of because that's when you are doing compost, you've got to have somewhere to take it because mm-hmm. it's like you can get this all figured out and get everything in place, but you need that partnership. And BGSU is, I would say it's like in kind of a rural area, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, there's, for sure. there's lots of beautiful farmland around there. Mm-hmm. I know I, I drive around there sometimes for sure. It's yeah. Yeah, we're definitely lucky that that farm and the the community that's grown around that side of Earth Farm and be able to use that compost. I know it's used at a few of the different um, greenhouses in the area and definitely some of the other organic farms that are in this area. Yeah. Um, so it's great that we found a, a really good solution and use for it. Um, so much so I know we're starting a pilot program again um, for our, we have a pub on campus that's going to be doing pre-consumer composting. Um, mm-hmm. So we're actually training all of our staff to um collect anything that can be composted um, from guests um, through the actual production process, try to make it 100% compostable or everything Mm -hmm. that can be composted. um, We're working on that. So we're excited to kind of start that back up uh, this spring semester. Um, So we've got to pull back up and running because we had a renovation for it. So yeah, we're super excited about it. Oh yeah. And so that kind of stuff it requires some training for people mm-hmm. and it also requires equipment. So without getting like too technical, um, we don't want to put anybody to sleep with this. Although compost is super exciting to me, I swear. I'm, I'm super hyped <laughs> up about this. <laughs> but like, what, what are we looking at in terms of like mm-hmm. at, in the dining hall, like where, like when you get the tray back or how does that, like if you could walk us through it? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're, since we're currently doing um, pre-consumer um, all of our current work that's happening on campus um, is by our team. So we have um, okay. this program called Waste Not, um, where we track all of our food waste, anything that can't be, um, I like to use the term upcycled, of, mm-hmm. um, for utilizing those zero waste recipes of making a stock out of the different um, peels. I know our team oh, yeah. does that a lot. Um, oh, yeah. Anytime, any of those sort of pieces, we have these special buckets that they keep track of and they keep the weight of. And then we have special um, trash bins in the back of our building that just continually be filled up, whether it be coffee grounds, whether it be um, the little bits of food waste that we need to be getting rid of. Um, we put that there once a week, Hertz Farms comes and picks it up and they take it. And they're um, a great partner when it comes to keeping up with how much um, the, as a university, as anybody who works in food service realizes that um, there is a ton of food that's utilized and um, unfortunately, there's uh, waste behind that, but trying to find the best way to utilize that rather than dumping it. Um, I know our um, camp sustainability uh, guy, uh, Dr. Hennessy, he was huge in that, just pushing the, we just got to figure out how to not throw it away. Like mm-hmm. we can figure out all the things that we can do. We just can't throw it away. Um, and I think yeah. that's been kind of our mantra as well. Of like, how can we use this? How can we um, manage our business better? How can we um, manage our teams better to just reduce that food waste? So, um, and then- once we get to Herzl Farms, they take care of it. They've got their own kind of um, system of who gets that compost after so long. Um, and it just works out really well. And then we start that process again. Um, yeah, so it's it's really good. It's actually, besides the training of the staff of what is compost and what's not, it's a very um, cost-effective system when it comes mm-hmm. to 
um, type of equipment that you need and the type of training and stuff that you would think of um, at your own home, uh, which is nice to kind of make that comparison for our staffs as well. Right, right. Yeah, that's and college is it's big volume dining. So it's like, there's, you really can make a dent and move the meter, like in ways mm-hmm. that like, even like a commercial restaurant really couldn't, it's like in terms of the tons of the stuff. And you mentioned a little bit, but what are some of the, is it like things around the community where some of the compost ends up like creating like beautiful flowers or it's like mm-hmm. sort of, you it turns up like around town like so- after it's. I believe it does actually turn up a little bit around town. So Herzl's Farms is a pretty big operation. So they sell compost to um, the larger nurseries in the area. Um, I believe there are some local farms who also take it as well. Um, I know the um, Bowling Green as community, they also have their own composting system that they have as well on that. I think they um, kind of do it through the city um, as well as a private partnership. I'm not sure if it's Herzl or not. Um, But yeah, definitely from being in the community and knowing um, some of the places that they use it, it's just kind of fun in the back of my mind because it's similar to, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen like a brewery, there's a lot of breweries that will take their used spent grain and then give yeah. it to farmers um, for feed. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just something that's a little bit different. I just like to akin to that because I love going to breweries and I always like love <laughs> when I find out, oh, the farm next door who like we get yes. our beef from uses our grain. Like I just love stuff like that. It is um, super so cool. Yeah. So it's kind of fun to have that same thought process uh, when it comes to the waste that we generate on campus. Yeah, that's one nice thing about Ohio too, because it's it's kind of like people in big cities, like they go to the farmers markets, but it's mm-hmm. like we're we're lucky that like we can just go to the farm. Like it's yeah. like just cut out the middleman entirely because we have so so much agriculture around us. Like it's yeah, it's very sure. cool to see that. And it's like it's mm-hmm. it's very important. It's you know, it, it's feeding us. And this the message that it's it's such a good thing to do. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk a little bit, like as a marketer, like how are mm-hmm. you communicating? I would I would think that college students like this is something that they pretty much care about, but maybe mm-hmm. don't know everything about it or not aware of food waste. So what what are some things that you've been doing to kind of like spread the word? Yeah, for sure. So I've been in marketing for about ten years now. Um, so I've definitely seen like this arc of people are way more interested than you would think when it comes to what your sustainability practices are. Um, I know I still, um, on our university has preview days where they invite Mm -hmm. prospective students to come in. Um, and that's actually, um, besides kind of the standard questions of like, how much does it cost? What types of foods do you have? Like one of the other questions people ask, like, oh, like what all do you do sustainability wise? So I think there's definitely a larger population um, that are making their yeah. choices about which college they go to that are matching their um, kind of goals of what they yeah. want in their life too. So sustainability is important. Um, food waste and what a campus is doing for the overall environment, I think is super important, uh, sure. which I think is really interesting. Um, some of the other things that I know we've done that have been successful um, is to try to like really explain, because when you talk about, I think I said like 250 tons yeah. of um, compost have been created since kind of the beginning of the program. Um, it's funny to see when students, um, I did it with little Vespa scooters. I've compared it to animals, like trying to get a student to wrap their head around how much waste is actually created, um, and find like, what is their thing? That's like the light switch that comes on. Um, so that I mentioned Charles does a stop food waste day, which is kind of our like company wide focus on food waste. Um, I know one year we did where we took, um, 
we took all of our averages because we track our food waste um, a decent bit on campus because of that composting. Uh, we tracked our food waste, um, took that number, and then we equated to different things on campus. So one was like, that's this is as much as the big rock that everybody paints on our campus. And oh, like we okay. kind of put that out there. And students were like, oh, uh-huh. and we've got a really great team um, who've, who've got a sustainability intern and then our Currently, our campus dietitian also works with our sustainability crew um, to create programming and having those like interactions and like really be able to put that in perspective for students. You see a lot more students who like really hear that click Mm -hmm. um, once you start comparing it to things that are actually in their life because you think 200 tons like no, I don't know what 200 tons looks like um, from any standpoint. Um, So being able to do that has been really um, cool and be able to have those conversations Um, and also student advocacy. everybody's got students on campus who are passionate and there's a lot of really great student groups who um, want to be helpful um, and sharing that. And I know for me as a marketer, um, I view that, yeah, I can tell a story. I can do a lot of things, but I think a lot of marketers know that if somebody else is helping you carry that water, it can go so much farther um, because they know how to speak to their peers better than I ever will. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know I do that with a lot of my social media. Um, I've got a really great, uh, team of interns and those sort of pieces. So really building around that team to find out what that niche and what that story for everybody is to get them on board. Yes, um, I think is the biggest thing, especially for marketers to look at um, because you can't, you can't know everything. Like I know um, my social media game is weak compared to a lot of my, <laughs> Same. And, and that's okay because I know that like one of the things of my team, I always find somebody who's like up on it every time. Um, really oh yeah. With the trends and that's something super important and being able to um, bring that in um, and that new fresh perspective is super valuable, especially when it comes to, um, we joke that composting isn't the most, uh, exciting, um, thing all the time. But I right. think, um, if you have the right team around you, um, and the, the right resources from group like Chartwells or even the university, um, be just you as a partner, like it makes it way easier and you're able to just do so much more with it. For sure. And that's, yeah, that's another thing that's kind of unique to colleges that you have, there's like all these young people that know how to do all this Mm -hmm. stuff. So it's like, why not? And then they, they feel that they're part of it too. And they have Mm -hmm. some ownership, which is awesome. So it's just, it's like a win-win. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I think there's, there's an advantage um, to having like all those new ideas and like just being mm-hmm. on a, a college campus, there's people that want to learn that are very engaged. So nice. Yeah. And also that allows you to see like menu trends. So I, I always am covering menu trends and I'm always interested in like finding what the next best, next big thing is. Like I, mm-hmm. I get bored and that helps me to follow the trends better. Cause by the time I'm just like Ugh, that again, like I, I know that it's time for something. <laughs> so like, what are some yeah. things like food trend wise that you've seen, like that people are into? Yeah. So we're seeing a lot more um, students definitely into the plant-based side. Um, another interesting thing I think is we're seeing a lot of students who are in the plant-based side, but they really want it to be plant forward. Um, mm-hmm. not just like a imitation of X thing. Um, yeah. we have a, a really popular fried chicken concept on campus called certain bird that um, we've been mm-hmm. testing and toying around with doing like zucchini fried yeah. tenders. Um, okay. but then like our chef was trying zucchini. He was trying eggplant. He was trying like all these different things. Um, nice. cause they didn't want like um, there are some students who really like that, like, um, chicken style. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's, they but, have some good ones out there. I mean, I, it's, yeah, there's it's definitely, true. there's yeah. definitely some solid ones, but we, yeah. we've started to see students asking for like, oh, if you guys could do zucchini, like a zucchini version of this in the same batter and the same, or like, cause we do like pickle brine. And sure. Yeah. Thing. Um, so oh, that's yeah. one of the cool ones that I've been seeing for that's sure. Neat. Um, yeah. Integrating more of that, um, has been awesome. 
Um, I know um, I actually consult for other Charwell's campuses as well. So not only BJSU, I've worked with a bunch of other ones. Um, so I know some of the ones that I've seen around um, is Charles is uh, integrating, it's called How Good. So it's a marker mm -hmm. on the menu of how sustainable a food product is based on oh, plant-based cool, supplies. Um, it's a really cool trend um, that we're seeing more and more students interested in that information. We have a lot of students who are interested in like nutrition information, um, yeah. but that next step of that evolution of not only is it good for you, but it's like the, the environment. It's yes. Like how is it mm -hmm. for the planet? Like it's yeah. your, your body and the planet all integrated. It's such a good direction mm -hmm. that we're going in because I don't think people necessarily cared about that. Like years ago, like when most yeah, for sure. were built <laughs> as we were talking mm -hmm. about. No, it's, for sure. You're, yeah. you're absolutely right. I think that's kind of fun um, that students are becoming more aware and we're trying to meet those students where they're at because it's just like not nah, I when I started this job I would have never even thought about like oh it'd be great if we could find out like how good the broccoli yeah. is that we're bringing in from a sustainability <laughs> side like I wouldn't have thought of that right um, but yeah. it's something that's super cool that I know they're piloting at a few universities now within a Chartwell's network which is super fun um I know one of the other ones that I've seen um pop up it's not so much around this area but plant-based uh plant-based shellfish um Ooh. one of our oh, chefs yeah. brought it up one of our chefs has brought it up um, and he wants to try it and like start playing with it because um, uh -huh. we haven't had it on campus, but he's starting to see a trend of more and more universities and we're hearing about it. Um, so I think depending on how that goes, I could see that definitely be um, a cool thing on college campuses because people worry about, um, especially with the news of the crab season up in Alaska that got canceled and like people I can't believe what, it. I, I feel like that was a shock. It was a shock. It <laughs> my, is. Father, my father in law is a huge deadliest. Uh, catch fan and like <laughs> he was just like what do you mean that they're not having a crab season so he like did a bunch of research into it, it so was... I feel like that was yeah I know because we're like seeing that... we're seeing it affect us directly it's like I mm -hmm. can't have king crab legs this year and yeah. I love them so much I love when you crack it open and just pull out the perfect yep. thing and it's like oh so sad like man what in the world we have got to start paying attention to aquaculture and yeah I mean alternatives like that could be part of the answer and just sort mm -hmm. of like working with, um, mm -hmm. fisher, fishermen, <laughs> fisherwomen yeah. and that kind of stuff too. I have seen, I've mm -hmm. tried some of the, um, it's a fake shrimp product and I can't remember mm -hmm. the name of it, but it's good. I mean, yeah. it's, and I think as long as like, there aren't like a million, like, um, like filler ingredients mm -hmm. or things that, that people are kind of recognizing, like this is too processed. Like I think yeah. when, when companies can keep it more simple, then that's going to be more appealing to people mm -hmm. for the, for, sure. for the fake, fake meat type stuff. Yeah. And I think mm -hmm. also, um, it's a, I always like to consider it. And I, we've talked about this, um, before from like a industry standpoint, it's a piecemeal approach. Like some people love jackfruit. Some people really do not like jackfruit. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's not like, it's not a catch-all thing, but I think that's one cool thing about food service industry is like every answer doesn't have to be the answer. It can be an yeah. answer to this population. And as long as the um, the business being managed well and you're yeah. doing what's right for not only um, your company, but also for your guests, then I think that's really the most important part. So um, I'm interested to see, especially when those trends of like those plant-based pieces, like uh, we've seen and we continue to see especially yeah. when it comes to being able to flex with a menu um, on a college mm -hmm. campus. It's always tough because um, we talked about restaurants. You talked about other places when you have, I think we have 6,200 ish students on our campus. Mm -hmm. We're here every single day in our yeah. dining halls every single day, trying mm -hmm. to give them that variety, um, no matter it how is. much you 
and I'm sure this is the bane of a lot of marketers. It's like, oh, there's nothing to eat. And like, it's funny. <laughs> my, uh, my wife and my father would come on the campus and they're just like, why are people complaining? This is amazing. <laughs> and I was like, I get it. But if you're in the exact same, um, yeah. the exact same restaurant for 16 weeks in a row, like you would get tired of it. Yes, no matter how, yeah, it's true. Um, No matter how much you like a place, you would get burned out on it. That's a perennial challenge. Absolutely. And and I think with that integration of what we do well um, with our current menus, um, but also integrating some of those other pieces of the plant-based, but then the seafood plant-based and just kind of like that holistic thing um, Mm -hmm. really is an advantage. I think that, um, food service can take advantage of um, in the near future. I think Charles has done a really good job to kind of lead that edge in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I think there's just more overlap happening in the way that people eat in their personal diet. Like Mm -hmm. it's, I'm, I think it's a good thing. We're seeing so much less like someone that's like, I'm a vegan and this stuff is for me and it's not for anyone else. And other people are kind of like, oh, that's only for vegans. It's like, no, you could, you could have jackfruit one day. That's like meant to be like a pulled pork type thing. And then maybe the next day you have real pulled pork, but that pig was raised in a humane way. And it was a farm down the road and you know, the guy. So it's like, there's, it doesn't have to be like all or nothing, I guess. And Mm -hmm. that, that is helpful too. the flexitarian move. Yes is a good thing. We see it. We have a vegan specific uh, location in one of our dining halls, our largest I care to eat. And I honestly see more people who probably aren't vegan who are, who are like, go there because the sides are so good or because it's just Mm -hmm. something that's a little bit different. But then I see them with their chicken breasts and their other pieces um, there. So I think there is definitely that trend of a lot of people who are just like, I just want to try all the stuff. I'm like, if it's good, it's great. It doesn't matter if it's vegan or not. Yes. Um, Inclusion. Yeah. Yes, Mm -hmm. for sure. Right. I feel like there's less like gatekeeping going on because mm-hmm. it, it's like, where are you? Are you really part of this? Are you really vegan? It's like, I, I don't know. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So what what other um, sort of projects do you have coming up that you can give us mm-hmm. like a little preview? Yeah, for sure. So I know I mentioned the um, our pub is doing a post-consumer oh, yeah. um, pilot that we're super excited about. Um, we've seen that. Um, another big thing, we're looking at um, some efficiencies. This one's a little more boring, but I know a lot of um, <laughs> people will be interested in it. Um, we're looking at our locations that we currently have and seen because um, we had um, our main dining hall, it's called Social House at the Oaks, uh, was lead certi- or Goldie certified back in, when it was built in 2012. Um, but technology stuff from construction 2012 to now has just erupted when it comes oh, okay. to how to make a location um, more economically and environmentally friendly. Um, so I know over the next couple of years, we're doing a really hard study with the university um, as we look to, um, cause they could use um, more than just a facelift at some of our locations and really like take a look of how the space can be altered, improved from a environmental standpoint. So I know that's one of the things we're doing uh, some work with the university to figure out how we can kind of take those while our lead certified um, buildings to take them to the next level of what we can do to integrate those sustainability pieces um, with also those upgrades that we're looking to do when it comes to equipment and all those pieces. I think that's one of the coolest things that um, in a lot of the trends of um, universities and university dining as a whole is everybody's paying a lot more attention to like 
there needs to be improvements, there needs to be upgrades, but also integrating those upgrades into that sustainability side is a win-win for everybody. Yeah. Because the universities realize, yeah, there's some investment, but also they can reduce their power mm-hmm. usage, their water usage, all those sort of things. So in the long run, they're just setting themselves up to reduce that part of their balance sheet of what's yeah. being used. So I think um, that's a cool thing that I know the university as a whole is looking at uh, an integration with um, dining services for their next master plan. Um, so I'm really excited to see that. And um, like I mentioned, that um, that How Good program, I think that's a cool thing that um, yeah. as soon as we can get it implemented on our campus, we're definitely going to be looking at it. Um, just because it's so cool to be able to give that sort of like tactile information to students. For um, sure. They can really make those choices. And if it's don't want to make that choice, then they don't have to. Yeah. Um, which I think is kind of cool. So it is, it is. And it's just, I, I think that's a very good point that you make that it's, it's an evolution. Like we're just because something was lead gold certified in 2012, doesn't mean you can set it and forget it. It's like, you need mm-hmm. to, because it keeps getting better and better. They keep coming up with new like ways and you have to figure out, as you mentioned, what fits your operation, but yeah, definitely in the new year, I think I would love to make my way over there. I'm going to invite yeah. myself. And- we would love to have you anytime. Yeah. Definitely. Cool. Hey, it's not it's not that far of a drive off routes or all route two to route six. So you know it's not. You just stay basically on the same road. It's like you're, you're exactly west of me right now. Yep. <laughs> For sure. Pretty much. All right, yeah, well- we'd love to have you. Yeah, great. We're definitely going to stay in touch. Um, thank you so much for being on the pod. We appreciate you. Of course, Sarah. It's great talking with you. 